Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of All the Small Games. Joining me today is myself, Andrew Levins, plus... Me, Jonathan Valenzuela. And finally... Me, Joel Dusha, from Plumbing the Death Star, Thumb Cramps, and other Sans Pants radio shows. The football one, for example. Yes, the football <laughs> one. I get tickets to the uh, grand final because of that, so is, it's worth is, it. That's sick. Is the football one called Sans Hands? No, it's... <laughs> well, that's pretty good. That would yeah. be good if it wasn't about AFL. Or Little about Pants. Soccer, Boo! But, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm, we're in Melbourne here. We care about AFL. Not like you Sydney folk. I'm, like, booing, I'm booing sports in general. Nah, sports are cool sometimes. Sports are fun when you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Levin, children's book author. <laughs> Um, hey, so last week we did a review, the three of us, of uh, the latest game from Devolver Digital, Carrion, and uh, we really liked it. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it, because we go through in depth um, for an entire half hour our thoughts on a brand new indie game uh, that we really loved, and uh, we promised that we would then do our top three Devolver Digital games of all time. Do we need to do a very brief uh, history of Devolver Digital which essentially is me just reading random things from, from their Wikipedia. Do it. Yeah, get How it about going. I do it as a quiz? As a quiz. Okay. Joel, um, uh, your buzzer is Dusha. <laughs> and, um, and John, your, um, your buzzer is Valenzuela. <laughs> Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Where is Devolver Digital based? Valenzuela, America. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which, which, which city? Uh, fuck. It's Austin. Right. Ah, both lose. Of course. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, which year was Devolver Digital founded? Dusha. <laughs> yes, go. I think it was 2011. Mm, wrong. 2009. Fuck. Uh, okay, one more one. I'm just going to make sure I get this right. Um, okay, final question. And this is, look, it could be, this game could be anyone's. If either of you get this right... <laughs> It could be yours. This uh, heated, incredible uh, game that we've all been looking forward to. Okay, final question. What is the first game published by Devolver Dusha. Digital? Yes, Dusha. Serious Sam. That's correct. Mm. Serious Sam, the first encounter. The first game in, uh, published by Devolver Digital. And dare I say, the only time you'll hear the words Serious and Sam <laughs> mentioned in this podcast episode. <laughs> Pretty much. Not because I don't think they're good games. I've just never played any of yeah, them. Yeah, neither. There's, like, there's so many of them, yeah. too. Um, There's the first encounter, the second encounter, Serious Sam Double D, <laughs> Serious Sam Kamikaze Attack, Serious Sam The Random Encounter, Serious Sam 3 BFE, Serious Sam The Greek Encounter, Serious Sam Double D XXL. And then they announced a, 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 a new one. Yeah, the Serious Sam 4 is coming out soon. They did VR games, they did Serious Sam's Bogus Detour. It's sort uh, of like it... it's sort of like um, Duke Nukem, but turned down to like five. Yeah, in terms of the tone of the game, right? It's Duke like Nukem, relaxed but for Duke the Nukem, late two thousands rather than yeah. the late nineties. There we go. Um, 
But yes, I doubt Series Sam will be showing. I know it's not showing up on yours, Levens. Dusha, you're a uh, you're a wild card. <laughs> you could you could have you could have Sirius Sam one two three in reverse order. <laughs> well, there is one game that I forgot that Devolver Digital published until we started doing this episode, where I briefly considered it before I realized I uh, putting it in my top three before I realized that no, that was an insane call, and I just remember having fun playing it once. And that is this? Was... Can I take a guess? Is Duke Nukem three D? No. Okay, right. it's um. Was they it, published the Megaton edition. Of was that. it the quiz Levens just put us through? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I was really considering that. That's Devolver Digital's most recent game. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. The DLC is dropping at the end of the episode, <laughs> so take notes. Uh, no, it's the Sh- Shadow Warrior uh, remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was not bad. Yeah, I, I think I it played, was just that like it was played like, a bit well, of that as well. I think that when I think of that, the gameplay in my head turns into the Wolfenstein remakes, which are probably my favorite first person shooters. So as I, I was that... as I was going through the list of games they made, there was one that popped up which isn't even it's not even a standalone game. It was a like a shadow a bit of Shadow Warrior themed DLC they did for another game called Viscera Cleanup Detail. Oh yeah, hell yeah. I love Viscera Cleanup <laughs> Detail. It's so fucking good. I was like I can't I can't technically include that cuz it's not the full game. But I saw that and was like, God, I gotta play that again. I wish that would come out on Switch. Yeah, um, there is. There's been some games that have like kind of ripped off that mechanic. But bef- um, there's definitely like cleanup simulator sort of things. Yeah, there's like House Flipper and stuff like that. But it's not half the half the fun of Viscera cleanup detail is like. Oh, I'm on a space station in the aftermath <laughs> of like an attack. Like it would be amazing to do Carrion DLC for yeah. this or a cleanup detail. Yes. <laughs> That'd be so good. Well, if they do a Hotline Miami three, it'd be cool to include it in that. That feels like it matches the tone of the game as well. Look, give us Viscera detail, Viscera cleanup detail two. Yeah, that's the that's the nub and crux of this episode. <laughs> um, should we try and guess everyone's number one? Devolver game before we reveal our top three. Uh, I reckon I mean, mine we... will be the fucking easiest guess of all time. Okay, well, my, my guess is that Douches is Hotline Miami and John, yours is Ape Out. Do Don't we... reveal it now. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it. So here's how we're going to do it. You guys are going to guess. Then we're going to do our threes, then our twos, then our ones, yeah. and then our honorable. I reckon mentions. yours will be Katana Zero. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, okay. Um, John, I'm, I have I'll... no idea. <laughs> I'll go with I'll I'll agree with Joel for Katana Zero, um, yeah, cool. Let's do our threes. Okay, um, Joel, as you are the guest, please kick us off with your number three best Devolver. So game. my number three out of the top three was the only one that uh, wasn't just an instant lock when you said let's do this episode. And this is either going to come down to a game that I originally didn't trash but didn't love, but has grown on me substantially, and that is Katana Zero, or Carrion, which feels like a cheap shot considering we've literally <laughs> just played it, but it's but really I mean, good. Con- considering the sheer number of games that that they've put out, like putting it at number three is great. That's mm. it just beat out a ton of really good games. Yeah, I feel like my gut kind of wants to go with Katana Zero because that's probably apart from. So one thing that's set up aside from like a bunch of the other Devolver games is once I finished it. I was just still thinking about it a lot. Um, yeah, well, it, 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 the ending is very open-ended. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that they answer some of the questions that I have in this DLC or a sequel in the future. Yeah. Um, um, I found that Katana Zero, yeah, at first it didn't grab me straight away and the slowing down time mechanic at first I wasn't a super big fan of because it um kind of... Yeah, slowed down the game, obviously, but that to me made it a little bit less fun. But as the game progressed, I started to like that more and more. Obviously, as the like you have to use yeah, it, yeah, you start parts. having to use yeah. it, um, and being able to like shoot back people's bullets with your katana, yeah, by slowing it down, like that—that's one of that's probably my favorite gameplay mechanic of last year. Yeah, and like how it looks, it's like a great looking game, and it's got that like fucking crazy story that I love, which is like. Am I the bad guy? But then also it's like fucked mind shit. And like, I eat that shit up. Like fucking, if a game makes me feel bad, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was bonkers when you were telling me that you didn't enjoy it. Like, cause I was like, man, you got to play this game. It's one of the best. You'll love it. Yeah. And I think you made a point of saying you didn't like it on like two episodes of Thumb Cramps. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Me out. I made a point. It was way worse than that. Cause I made a point of saying that I liked it, but didn't love it. 
Right. Because, like, just being... So how dare, how dare I recommend something that you only like? No, it was more <laughs> just like, I know that Levin's thought I would love this game, but, like, it's just... I'm just not connecting with it. But, yeah, I think... Uh, I probably spoke about it a little too soon on Thumb Cramps because I was only about halfway through it. And once it hits the halfway point, that's when it, like, really started to grab me. Yeah, I need to replay that game. Yeah. I love that game. Um, so, yeah, I also really, really want to replay it. So I reckon I'm going to chuck that at number three. Uh, and yeah, it, it was a grower on me, which is rare for a video game, but here we are. So that's Katana Zero. It was uh, obviously published by Devolver, but developed by ASCII Soft. And um, you can get it now on uh, Windows, Mac, and Switch. Nice. Levins, do you want to take the next one, or am I, okay, on, cool. am I up? Let me do it. Well, I mean, okay, my favorite genre of game that Devolver are, the undisputed royalty of, uh, is the... Uh, I mentioned last last week, and Carrion is certainly one of these, like the escape game mm-hmm. where you play as, um, you know, either a, you know, a samurai slowly losing his mind, or an enormous monster, or or a drug addicted uh, guy with a gun, uh, who has to escape a, a room with lots and lots of enemies, and um, it's often one hit and you're dead. Is uh, is the way a lot of these games work. Yep. So I thought my top three was going to be just three games just like that because Devolver published so many of my favorite kinds of those games. But then I realized there's only one game on this list that I've played through the entirety of twice, and that is Broforce. Damn! Broforce! Fuck, I forgot about Broforce. So, Broforce came out... God, when did it even come out? Uh, 2016? 2015. Yeah, 2015. Um, I played it, first played it very early on when it first came to PS4. I think it launches as an Xbox game, though, right? Possibly. Possibly. But I mean, it's, um, but th- it's now across everything, I think. Mm. The PS4 game, the version was um, like not entirely finished when I played it. <laughs> so, like, especially in like the final levels, the, the slowdown, I just chugged my way through those final levels. Uh, so, replaying it on Switch when it was ported to Switch um, year before last was just an absolute dream like it plays like butter on uh, on 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 the switch uh, which is funny comparing it to how it plays on ps4 <laughs> and saying it's better on the switch but this game for whatever reason was uh so yeah this is a game developed by um free lives in which you play uh, an action hero um having to fight uh terrorists basically and uh, it is a big parody of like every action movie ever particularly your rockies um, those kind of movies and the, the Expendables. You're, yeah, you're, you're, Sorry, Rambo. you Rambo, Rambos, yeah. I get Rambo and Rocky confused. You piece Fucking of shit. Fucking sue me, Sly. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so you, 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 every time you um, basically like shoot open a crate um, in, that, in that game, which would normally just offer you a new... Like, oh, is it... A prison, every, it's a cage with a prisoner in it. That's right, fuck yeah. Every time you, you free a prisoner, um, you suddenly turn into a different action hero. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> These are all parodies of famous action heroes. So there's like a few Arnie um, alter egos. Um, there's a Neo from the Matrix. There's a Ripley from Alien. Um, there's like a there's the, the Highlander, the Bride from Kill Bill. Fucking hell! And Will Smith. Have you not played this? Do no, you a cinema it. fan? What? Dude, you got to play it. It's one of the most fun games. Yeah, ever. I think that when I first saw it and it got announced and like I saw like screenshots of it i think in my head i was a little bit like ah oh, this is like too internet humory for me it's really not no. like it is like it's 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 a very like it's almost like magruber humor yeah, yeah. Uh, in that it's like just very silly but lovingly parodying stupid action movies yes yeah. um and uh like yeah i mean like you the, the most like maybe hard to get get around part is like the narration, but I loved that too. Mm. It's like bro force, yeah. and like when you die, someone goes like, "Oh no, bro!" <laughs> like, it's stupid, but it's so much fun. Yeah, um, and it's just like yeah, like for all of the fun and silliness about the game, at its core, it is a very addictive, fantastic um, side-scrolling shoot 'em up platformer. Yeah, where like um, the entirety of the terrain is just is destructible um, and can be used so you to can- your advantage. Or your disadvantage, it might fall out from under you and you and you die in a pit of blood. But 
also like the difficulty ramps up significantly as you face like crazier and crazier here um villains uh towards the end like it starts out as like a straight up like stupid terrorism plot but then like there's like you have an encounter with like the devil and aliens uh, yeah. um, invade and like god it's fun yeah what a great game yeah super I, fun. I would i'll probably I would buy love it the moment that this episode ends yeah a sequel to bro force uh is would would make my day True. absolutely all right, my number three. Uh, after much careful consideration, uh, I have decided to go with Minute. Ooh. Cool. Uh, this almost made my list. So Minute is a game with a really interesting mechanic where uh, basically it's it's an adventure game. You, you have to kind of run around. It's sort of like early Zelda-ish. Yeah. But the interesting mechanic is you only are alive for 60 seconds. So you have 60 seconds to run around and do what you need to do and then you die and you respawn back at... Uh, initially, it's your home. As you go through the game, you can kind of... You obtain more places where you can sort of respawn. Checkpoints. Yeah. And that helps you kind of explore further in the game. Uh, I think, like... I think we played... Minute was, like, one of the first games that we played for this podcast, I believe. Yeah, and you and I played it together at my house almost to the end. Yeah, and it was just so much fun sitting there. Like, it's a great game. Like, you can play it by yourself. It's totally fine, but it's an excellent game to play with someone else because there are very clearly delineated, like, pass the controller moments to it. Yeah, well, every every minute you pass the... Yeah. Every time you die after a minute, you just pass the controller. And it's, yeah, and, and it's like your, two you, two heads are better than one. You know, you've, like, you've got that other person remembering like, oh, yeah. like I got up to this bit. How about you run and try this? And you're like, okay, cool. We'll give that a try. Um, yeah, I, I think it's great. Like very, very simple, like graphically very simple. Gameplay wise, very simple, but really kind of cool experiment from them. Yeah. It's one of those games, this and The Messenger are games that I think that I would love that Devolver put out, but I just haven't played enough of them to get sucked in. Minute, I got stuck really early Devolver put out The Messenger, I forgot that. (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay, I was going to make that my guess for your number one, but... (laughs) Um, Yeah, Minute, I I own that, where I don't have The Messenger, but um, I got stuck on a puzzle pretty much straight away, and like I... I ended up solving it after like 20 minutes of frustration, but then I had to stop playing for some reason. I just never went back to it and I should really start it again because it seems like the type of game I would love. Like I really like the early Zelda games. Yeah, it's it's a pretty quick game yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so this was developed by um, uh, four different developers, uh, the most famous of which is um, Vlan Willem Nijman. Ah, Neiman. Famous. Uh, no, well, he he is the the guy who started Vlambeer. Yeah, um, that and, actually uh, is. Ra- with Rami Ismail, yeah. Um, and uh, he, I mean, Vlambeer put out like ridiculous fishing, super crate box, luft rousers, um, lots of excellent games over the years. Um, and uh, the other developers are um, Kitty Kalis, uh, Jukio Kalio, and Dominique Johan. I think one of them is involved in um, uh, Disc Room, which is coming out um, yeah. quite soon that I'm super looking forward to. It's probably my, my most anticipated Devolver game. All right, like Jackson after almost 10 cheeseburgers, shall we do number twos? <laughs> uh, Please, Dusha. So my- Joel Tusha. <laughs> That's it, new nickname. Um, so my number two is something that would have been easily my number one if my number one game didn't exist. And my number two is Ape Out. Okay. I fucking love this game. Um, Can I make a prediction? What? Is all of our number twos ape out? <gasps> yep. Mine <Yep>. is. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Great. Fuck all right. yeah. Um Fuck Ape Out's so good. Uh it's looks great. The soundtrack is so fucking good. The gameplay, uh the levels are varied enough that every time you get into a new world or a new disc, I can't remember what they call them. I know that they're on vinyls. Um Yeah. New record, I guess. Yeah. Album? Album. Yeah. Every time you move on to a new album, like, the gameplay feels very fresh again, even though it's the same, basically. Um, It's addictive. It's, like, the right amount of hard. Like, there is definitely levels that are frustrating, but, like, so satisfying when you beat them. Like, some of the last levels, I reckon I died, like, a hundred times on before I got... Oh shit! Actually, I told John we weren't, we weren't allowed to do this episode until you finished Ape Out. Have you finished Ape Out? Oh, I finished Ape Out. I just didn't finish. No, no John. No, me. Ah, oh. I got so close this morning. 
<laughs> I got so I love close. that you're actually sticking to it. I'm, I'm so trying. Like, I, I remembered last night, and so I pulled my Switch out and fired up Ape Out. Because it's I finished all the three albums, explaining to you, Dusha, like, the three kind of main albums, they're finished. It's just that last level. The, br- the most fun. The, the coolest level in the, the game. Ship, the one, yeah. No, the one called Break-In. Where you've got to escape the zoo. No, 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 no. I've I've done all that. There's one there's one last one. It's where you spoiler alert, it's where you break into the lab to rescue the child gorilla. What? Oh, that's you, at the end of side B. You have finished that. You've finished the you main have story. Finished the- what? <laughs> what? <laughs> this whole time I thought you've never done the zoo level. That's so Oh funny. yeah, I've finished the zoo level. I thought you were talking about that one. I have not been able to like Break into the facility, rescue the baby gorilla, and then run all the way back out again. Have you not played that level? Well, I don't even know that. That's a thing. That's awesome. There's more ape out that I haven't played. There's like yeah. one more level, and it's fucking insanely hard. Yeah, that's a thing. So have you played that, Dusha? No, I knew that there was like a hidden ending, and I'm assuming that's it. Um, oh my god! It's at the end. Yes. Of- How do you get it? It's at the end of side B, isn't it? Levens, we could, it's like you have the main you have the main thing with the three albums and there is an arrow pointing down. And if right. you go to that pointing down arrow, there is just one thing that says break in. And the whole point of the level is you're outside a building, you need to break into the building, run and fight your way through it. At the very end of the building there is a cage with a little baby gorilla in it. You pick up the baby gorilla and then you have to run all the way back the way you came to get Should out of the I building again. I had no again. idea this existed. That's crazy. I thought you'd done that. I've been fucking killing myself <laughs> on that level the last couple of days. Like, I've got to finish this. I've got to tell Levens that I did it. Like, I Damn. had no idea that we could have recorded this episode a year ago. <laughs> I've, been f- I've been finished by your definition for so long. Yeah, we just meant get the credits. Well, now, now this is great because now I'm racing you to finish. Well, you're break winning. In. You went. You went. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not because I can't <laughs> fucking finish this level. Like I guarantee you, Levens will message me tonight and be like, "Finished break in. It was easy." <laughs> That's my new goal. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, all all the work I need to do as soon as we hit stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> I have to save a baby gorilla before John does. <laughs> But um, yeah, everything everything you, you said, Joel, totally agree with. I love the art style. Yeah, like one playing it on the bus this morning and wearing a mask to you know for for social distancing and protection. Mm-hmm. My glasses started fogging up, and before they became completely <sighs> fogged up, I was like thinking to myself, like this is still a very easy game to visually understand with low vision because <laughs> there's no detail to it. It's just color, but you can really easily tell what the colors are doing. Yeah. Um. It's just the whole package is just so well designed. Like you were saying, I love with the levels. I love how they continually like the the skyscraper level where you're fighting your way down from the top of the skyscraper. Yeah, so good. Amazing. Like, and you have the one level where it's just snipers on one side of the building, and you're having to run around their lasers. Then you get to cross over the skyscraper and actually like take out all the snipers. Brilliant. Loved it. Fantastic. So good. Um, um, it's on this list. It's certainly the most influenced by Hotline Miami. Um, I think. Look, having come, having played this before, I then went to play Hotline Miami. I I enjoy this a lot more than Hotline Miami. But right. obviously, you can't have this without that. So respect to Hotline Miami. But Ape Out is my kind of game. The combination of like pop art, jazz, and Hotline Miami just really does it for me. Just really, uh, and and obviously gorillas. Really, <laughs> twi- really twitchy gameplay too. Yeah. Oh, it's so much fun. I just remember, like, once you just got in the zone, I just, I, I, I think I finished it in in one one hit, one sitting. Um, I was just that that hooked on it. Um, I'm, I'm with Dusha. In, in fact, I... most of the games on this list, I've, um, most of all the games that I've played, I've, I've finished in one sitting. I'm yeah. pretty. So they, they sh- I think this is games. this is the game that was responsible for me getting Joy-Con drift because <laughs> I was so stressed pushing the Joy-Con around that eventually, like, it screwed my Joy-Cons. But one thing, playing it on the bus this morning, a thought occurred to me that, like, I'm kind of impressed. Because, you know, you're the ape and you're up against all these enemies. I'm kind of impressed by the enemies that, like, if I was if I was working in a zoo or something and a, a <laughs> big ape, like, ran up, grabbed one of my colleagues 
used them as a human shield and then threw them at another colleague so hard that both of them exploded. Into I would, blood, I would blood be like, lines. I would be like, I'm taking a sick day, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I'm not feeling great. I'm getting out of here. I reckon my but ship. No, just I'm just gonna ended. give give this ape my gun. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick around and see what happens. Essentially, it's great game. So yeah. fun. Uh, yeah. One thing, just with the art style and the coloring, anytime there's a level that changes the coloring, whether it be like alarms go off, so the like the lighting changes, so that the color scheme of the level changes, blew my mind every time, and it happens a bunch. Yeah, fuck, it's so good. Um, yes, yeah, so this this game was uh, developed by um, Gabe Cazillo, mm-hmm. um, and uh, art was done with him and Bennett Foddy um, of Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy fame, and also um, cut yeah. copy. He's also doing Australia's cut copy, uh, and the music is by Matt Bock. Um, it's it's one of the like most important indie games of the last couple of years, I reckon. Yeah, uh, just so much fun, and it's on. It's only on Windows and Switch. Should be th- this is the one that should be on everything. Yeah, it's Defin- weird. Definitely, it's weird that it never made it to like because there's there's no reason why it shouldn't be on Xbox or PS4. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's some weird agreement with with Nintendo. Yeah, maybe. Who knows. Who knows what Mr. Nintendo does at night? Yeah, fuck. As long as they should no put in here. Ape in Smash. Finally, yes, a rival for Donkey Kong. <laughs> Can't wait to throw um, Mario so that- into Luigi so hard they both burst. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, so that's our, um, our number twos. That's great. Um, and I think that, that means that both John and I have number one, the same number one. Um, so Dusha... Ooh, do we, though? Well, maybe not. Let's find out. Uh, but let's find out Dusha's number one first, so, which we already know. Uh, yeah. Hotline hey, Miami. You've nailed it. It's Hotline Miami. I fucking love this game. Uh, Hotline Miami, I played pretty much the moment it came out. Uh, it was one of the first indie games that I like properly got into. So um, 2012 it came out. Yeah, um, so it came out did, when I was... What did you play it on? I played it on PC. I had a, like, um, cause yeah, it came out when I was finishing up uni and was a bad student and just wanted to fuck around on my laptop in classes all the time. And Hot on Miami is the perfect game for that. Um, the soundtrack was so good that I didn't even hide that I put headphones in, uh, was literally (laughs) paying no attention to my university classes. Um, John, do you know that in The Last of Us 2, at one point you come across someone who's playing a PlayStation Vita and um, you kill her. Um, and then she drops the Vita on the ground and she's been playing Hotline Miami and whenever you go in that room, it's just blaring the music from Hotline Miami. Amazing. And how, appro- would- how appropriate that you would kill her. <laughs> I just love, like, what a great, great, like, so funny to one to put a Vita in that game and then also to make it Hotline Miami, the game that she's playing. Yeah. yeah. But you know, that was, that was like what, whatever, that was like a, the kind of killer app for Vita for a while. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Fuck, the game's just so good. Um, I think it got recommended to me because I really liked the movie Drive, which had come out like a year before, and it has very similar aesthetics. Um, But yeah, fuck. It's like, the music, the soundtrack is so stressful, 
because it's like a weird mix <laughs> of like techno and like harder electronic music so it kind of feels like a calm down the soundtrack at points which is like so you're immediately playing the game and just feel sweaty <laughs> yes definitely agree with you with that yeah yeah it's, it's like, like a, a clamminess that happens almost instantly as you start the game yeah it's like a it's like woozy electronic music actually it's like yeah it feels like like a 3am recovery session but very violent um, um so this was made by um a swedish studio called denaton games the only games they've made are the both the hotline miami games please give us more games yeah denaton boys Put Hotline Miami guy in Smash. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was just like blown away with like how, like how simple a game could be, yet how so f- like how fun and addictive it can be. And yeah, it's stressful. It's hard, but again, again, in the same way as Apeat, where there'd be levels where I'd be dying heaps and heaps and heaps and heaps. But I just felt like. Um, I didn't feel like the game was punishing me. It was just like, oh, I'm not good enough yet. And I'll figure it out. Um, Yeah, it's so good. It's just like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I bought it on Switch when it came out immediately because there was an oversight in Australia that meant that it got released for about 12 hours. And I like I knew I, I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I love that you'd never played um, Hotline Miami two until it was ported to Switch, and you, there was that tiny window in which you you could have totally missed out on this game. Yeah, I know. Never been um, able to play it because it was never all, never released in Australia. All three of us did the exact same thing. We saw it in the eShop and we're like, "Well, we've got to buy this now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was no choice because um, yeah, the second. For anyone outside of Australia listening, Hotline Miami two was refused <sighs> classification in Australia, so therefore it's illegal to sell it here but the they tricked the australian classification board whether it was on purpose or accidentally and submitted the hotline miami collection for classification just as hotline miami meaning that the classification board just gave it the same rating the original first game had and didn't rate the second part um was it was it hotline miami 2 there was one game where it wasn't allowed in australia and someone someone reached out to the developer and was like, "Hey, is there anything we can do?" And the guy was just like, "Yep, torrent it." Yeah, that was Hotline Miami too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was just like, "If you live in Australia, steal it." Amazing. Um, yeah, and that was around the same time that the R rating for video games was just being brought in, and then that was one of the first games that was banned anyway. And everyone was like, "Well, what the fuck was the point?" Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the second one I played, I was excited to play, but it's like intentionally really convoluted and like really, really like, it It almost like the creator was like, people enjoyed the first game too much and missed the point of it. So they intentionally right. made the second one like almost imbreachable, uh, which is not a <laughs> word, uh, but I'll use it. Sure it is. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's like lots of different playable characters. All of them have different unique abilities um the story is like all over the shop it jumps around heaps so i started playing it and i liked it because i just like the gameplay but it just doesn't match the first one sure there you go excellent the the purity um, yeah fuck the so, first one yeah hotline mammy is is, a, is is on everything um, yeah yeah it's, unless uh, you're in australia and windows they only Mac, released as a linux collection, ps3 ps4 vita android android wow uh, Switch and Xbox, but not Australia. Uh, so that's uh, yes. Douche is number one. So my number one, as predicted, is Katana Zero. Um, probably my, I think my favorite indie game of last year. Um, again, yeah, developed by ASCII Soft, um, and uh, in which yeah, you you play as a, a dude with a katana um, who is losing his mind and is sent out on hits. And like basically, as the game continues, you realize that. Uh, maybe the people that you're that you're doing these hits for are worse than the people you're doing the hits on or are mm. they who can be trusted um there, there's like you know I, I speak a lot about how fantastic the the combat and the gameplay is but a big part of why i love this game it's definitely one of the best game stories i've ever um mm. uh ever been entertained by and also i loved the the conversations that you have with your psychiatrist um how they manage to be as intense as even the most intense battles you have in the game. Yeah. Um, and you actually get to fight him if you, if you, if you do everything correctly in that game as well. He's like an optional boss. If you want to go back and try and fight him and it's a great, great, great boss fight. Um, 
but yeah, Katana Zero. Um, the I think I don't. When, when's the DLC coming? Is it given been given a date, or it's just like upcoming soon? And he mentioned it's way way bigger than he was intending it to be, but it is coming. That sounds like a coming soon to me. I think I gave um, this my number two indie game of last year, and I gave um, uh, Blasphemous my number one game of the year. And I'm only bringing that up now because uh, since we last recorded, Blasphemous um, announced that they're putting out a massive DLC campaign. Um, which uh, should be out now, actually, which is super goddamn exciting. Oh, um, another th- another thing to to challenge all the work you need to get done. <laughs> yeah, August the fourth is when that came came out. So yeah, blasphemous stir stir of dawn. And Katana Zero, that. interestingly, it- also plagued by the same issues of classification as Hotline. Yeah, Miami that's too. right. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. No, no, is no. That- it, can you? It, it was di- Hotline. Ma- the issue with Hotline Miami Two was uh, simulated sexual assault. Yeah, Whereas uh, as Katana Zero was uh, drugs working as an enhancement, which has been a fucking thorn in the side for a bunch of games in Australia. Yeah. Um, sorry, I meant that it got banned classification, not for the same reason. Yeah. Um, but then, but then it gained classification later. Yeah. Um, so Australia got it like six months, uh, six weeks after the rest of the world, which was annoying because I was really excited to play it. I think I just, I bought it on Steam. Like that's Steam. Steam isn't bound by for some reason. I think it's because the servers storing the games are like offshore or something. But yeah, in in open waters. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I, I it came out. I think you went you went to your US account and copped at Levens, and I just played it on my PC. Yeah, that's right. Um, Such a good game. Yeah, the DLC doesn't have a date yet, but they're releasing... Uh, Limited Run Games are releasing a physical copy of Katana Zero for the Switch in November. So, hey, Fuck Levens, yeah. if you love the game that much and love shit on your shelf, maybe look at... I don't the, love shit on my shelf. You, you like, love I shit like, on your like, shelf. I mean, yeah, but I, I can see your, my shelves are in full view you know, behind me <laughs> in the Zoom conference, so yeah, and they are full of shit. Um, so, I might have understand, John, that your number one Devolver game is not Katana Zero. You're right. My number one game... Oh. No, don't tell us. What, should we try and guess? Go for it. Uh, Serious Sam. The, messi- the Messenger? Encounter. No. For both <laughs> of those. The Fuck off, Dusha. Okay. <laughs> Is it the Swords of Ditto? No. Is it Greece? Oh, um, yeah, Greece. No. Cause that's Is it one... Into the Dungeon? Would it help if I said it's been mentioned? I mean, we thought we've mentioned all of these. Carrion? <laughs> Should I just say it? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? It's Broforce! Oh, oh God, of course. course. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. That's great. I, I, like, I loved Broforce. Um, I remember getting it on Only Access when it was on Steam, playing through it those like back, back in its really early days, um, and just seeing it develop over time, adding all the new heroes, adding the levels with the aliens and the devil at the end. Um, I have a very particular memory associated with it, which is buying it and playing it uh, during my trip to Chile a couple of years ago, or last year, whenever I went to Chile. Um, And also finishing it and getting that epic ending where you piss on the devil, I think. Is that what happens? I know know you piss on something at the end of it. Um, Just the whole, like, as, as you were discussing, the whole mechanic of, like, Whenever you rescue a prisoner, you suddenly have a new... You're playing a new hero or a new bro and yeah. having to totally like rethink your approach to a level as you go. The fully destructible environments, which can like work against you or work in your favor. Like, do I want to take on that enemy or do I just want to tunnel underneath them and pop up somewhere else and keep going? Uh, just how over-the-top like, ridiculous it is. Love it. Such a fantastic game. Yeah, I can't, great. can't believe that I haven't surprise. played this. Huh? I can't believe yeah, I haven't what, played this. I'm a fucking it, maniac. It's insane. <laughs> um, so that's why we're, we're going to all finish recording. I'm going to go play this secret level of Ape Out. You're going to go <laughs> buy and play Bro Force. John? I'm going to go back to doing? work. <laughs> cool, <laughs> man. Yeah, sweet. No, I guess I'm competing with you to finish the secret level of Ape Out. That's true. Yeah, that's I'm yeah. on like a fucking... Who, indie game finishing binge at the moment because um i realized that i had like a backlog of games that i just hadn't finished but was pretty close to finishing or games that i couldn't play properly whilst i had uh switch drift which sounds like a very like 
there's only one game on that list. I hadn't finished Super Hot because I couldn't play it with a controller that was constantly moving a little bit. So I That's finished that. I finished that the other day. Fuck that game! Also, just so good. It's so fucking good. Yeah, I never finished that game either. The so ending's sick. That. Also, the game goes for an hour and a half. So come on, Levens. Also, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The game, the game goes for an hour and a half, but only when you're moving. If you stop moving, the game technically lasts forever. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, I was struggling really on in the early levels, and I was like, this game's so hard. And then I realized it's because I had controller drift, and I was like, oh, no, it's actually not that hard. I just can't oh, stop yeah, running into bullets. Yeah. That would suck. Because mm. was my switch drift was just enough that my character was just like slightly moving, so it meant that like I couldn't ever stop and assess situations. There was just like con- bullets were just like slowly but consistently moving towards me, so just sl- slowly entering you. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, super hot, sick. But yeah, Grizz is another game I haven't played that I should really, really, really get onto. Seeing that, do on- we want to? Do we want to do, yeah, some, do some honorable mentions? Definitely. Grease is like, I mean, it's a gorgeous game. It sound it has a beautiful soundtrack. It's just beautiful overall. Mm. But I think um, what our main criticism was that it, there's a kind of like pointlessness to it. <laughs> that sounds more harsh than I'm intending it to, but it, it's not difficult in any, by any stretch. Yeah. And it, it's, it kind of feels like a game that plays itself almost. Yeah. It's almost like a walking My- simulator at points. Yeah. My issue with Gris is that it's, it's it, the artwork is beautiful, but it's often really difficult to tell where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed to do. Like, they've put so much detail into the whole... Like, they've made all the art so florid that it was like, fuck, where am I supposed to... Like, is, is this the way? I can't figure it out. I do like the fact that it kind of, like, tells the story of, of the, the stages of grief. Mm. Um, and that was a nice kind of light bulb moment towards the end when I was like, oh, shit, this is actually about coming to acceptance with someone's death. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's on my honorable mentions list, but yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, it reminds me, I think a better game that reminds you a little bit of it is um, Sayonara Wild Hearts, which came out last year. Um, yeah. There's similar vibes in that. Obviously, it's more of a rhythm-based game, but have you played that yet, Dusha? No, that's another game Play that I... That's an excellent why, why are you on this podcast, dish? Yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, nah, just kidding. We love you, man. No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. I get it. Uh, we I, love you after you play Broforce. Yeah. Well, um, I, so my my honorable mentions are almost dishonorable on my behalf because they're games that I know I should have played, but I haven't. Um, so a game that I own on uh, on Steam, PS4, and Switch, but I've never played more than an hour of, is one of the most beloved uh, Devolver games. Um, and that is um, uh, Enter the Gungeon. Um, right, a game that I know I would love. I just need to actually sit down and put the time into it that it, is, that it, that it deser- deserves, but I just never have. That was one of the Devolver games that didn't quite click with me, but I think that solely came down to my uh, lack of talent in games like that. Because, <laughs> yeah, like it was just like one of those things that I don't think I got my head around... You know, like, when you first start playing a video game, especially games like Enter the Gungeon, which is just, like, kind of hard from the get-go, you need to just fuck up a little bit before your brain kind of clicks yes. into, like, oh, okay, cool, I get the game now. Yeah, There's I, no easing into this I, one, yeah. I did not get to that point, and I was just like, maybe this isn't for me. It probably is, but I was happy to admit defeat for a while. <laughs> um, one of my honorable mentions that I haven't mentioned in the episode yet that also is very much up my alley is Ollie Ollie. That's on yeah, my list as well. Hmm. Games are great, yeah. great skating games, two D uh, skate, skating games. In a world yeah. where a year where we're getting Skater XL and Tony Hawk this year, yeah, uh, and then Skatebird eventually too. Don't forget Ollie Ollie and Ollie Ollie Two. They're both in a very uh, affordable collection on Switch. If you want to play those excellent skating two D skating games, yeah. Um, the other game uh, that Devolver published that I that I've always I know I should play. I have it on my Vita. I just never never played it. Seriously, um, had to full girlfriend. Boyfriend. Had a girlfriend or boyfriend? Boyfriend, boyfriend whatever. So I had to. I don't. It, I, I don't know anything about it except it's like a. There's birds in it or something. It's a, it's a pigeon dating sim. But one thing that you need to know going into that is that there is a second like game a, in it that you need to like get ho- through the dating part of the game. I guess so. The, it's like two games in one, but the second game's hidden and is fucked. The game is like fucked. It's crazy. Okay, sounds great. Um, <laughs> ringing, ringing endorsement. Yeah, because Hatterful Boyfriend is one of those games that I was not planning on touching with a fucking 10-foot pole. Because again, it's like, 
it 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 screams a little bit like internet humor again. But right. once you kind of get through the shell of that, you realize that it's not that at all. It's like ah, real cool. dark, fucked. But to get right. to yeah. that requires I you think, to just I think play I've, through I've, the dating sim part a lot. I've read I've read the synopsis on Wikipedia, and I remember being like, "What?" Yeah. Okay, I just um, looked up how long to beat. It's an hour and 15 minutes. So Yeah, but what's a completionist time? Because the hour 15 will just be the... The dating. The dating part. Uh, three hours. Oh, okay, 55. then you're fine then. Yeah. All right, so my... I've got a little list here of honorable mentions. A bunch of them have been mentioned throughout the app. Katana Zero is on there. Hotline Miami is on there. Carrion is on there. Worth it. Great game. Met the Messenger is on there. Gris is on there. Yeah, Messenger is should, would totally be in my top three, but I feel like that DLC, which I really need to go and give another chance to, but it just, I think the uh, the the main game itself kind of overstayed its welcome a little bit, and then going back to that DLC just left a really bad taste in my it's, mouth. But people have written to us being like, "Levin's give it another chance, man," and I will. Okay, I'm sorry to the Messenger. It's did you ever game. did you ever make it past the surfing open to that game? No, because I don't play the messenger to fucking surf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and one other game on my mentions list, Reigns. Yes, Reigns is an incredible um, card game in which uh, you you basically like are a queen. Wait, there's a queen one and a king there's, one. Yeah, there's a king, and then there's Reigns, Her Majesty, which is the queen's version. And basically, like uh, you, it's a um... it's like it's swipe based. So you're presented yeah. with a card that's like. The peasants are revolting at the door And you can swipe one way and be like Summon the guards Or swipe another way and be like Escape out the back And it will affect four different variables you have Which is like Religion Military Something and something else The people yeah, yeah. The people And like if one of them gets too high And hits the top Or too low and hits the bottom It's game over and That's so right. it's all about like you're not you're not necessarily making decisions based on what you want to do, but what you think might be the best to keep your levels as in the middle as possible. And yeah. it's a legacy I've, game. There's like multiple I've, as one queen dies, another one is born, and you play as yeah. Her. Hell yeah! I've I've played tons of copycats of that, and none of them come close to how fucking cool Reigns was. Yeah, Reigns is fantastic. Um, they also did. I've, the, I, I put I put more time into Her Majesty. That one's really fun. Yeah, they also did the Game of Thrones version which i didn't touch because i don't give a shit about that show or, or book fuck what? yeah bro tell him tell that <laughs> dragon bro fuck yeah. that dragon um uh one last shout out uh, i guess uh devolver honorable mention and i haven't played much of this game but i feel like it deserves respect and that is genital jousting fuck yeah dicks <laughs> and buttholes it's what more video games need um they also put out the isn't, uh, what isn't I that just what no, go, go, go. One of, the, one of the best games on Apple Arcade, Bleak Sword. Um, that's an excellent game. And John and I are going to do a special on... Um, we're almost up to a year of Apple Arcade. Fuck. So we're going to do a one-year retrospective episode very yeah. soon. And that game will be one of the games I kind of put in the top five, I think. Mm. It's an excellent, excellent, very difficult, um, almost like Soulsian kind of uh, uh, Fuck. game. Real good, real good shit. Cool. Um, thank you. And also, I love Pico Niku. P- oh, Pikachu, Pikachu, Pikachu. probably my favorite sound. That's probably my favorite soundtrack um, on a um, on a Devolver game. A very very cute, fun adventure game. Um, I loved the um, insane uh, Metal Wolf Chaos XD that they published last year. Um, and uh, look, I know it disappointed us at the time, but uh, if, if if like me, you love the the escape kind of games, my, my friend Pedro. While it's nowhere near as good as Hotline Miami, Ape Out, or um, Katana Zero. Um, or Carrion, it's still like if you like those kind of games, it's very fun. Yeah, it just uh, it's also the way it kind of I just is, yeah, it's on almost it's on is it on Thingo? It's on Game Pass currently. Yeah, so is the yeah, Messenger. Cool. Um, probably almost all of these games are probably. Yeah. Um, look, it's gotten to the point where there 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 are very few games that that Devolver published that I haven't liked. I have uh, a game called I Hate Running Backwards that didn't didn't click with me at all. Um, but then there are games that like I know I should finish like Crossing Souls. Um, I never finished. Um, uh, what's that? That real silly one uh, that you really like, John? Uh, where you like? Oh, what the fuck is it called? Genital jousting, anal sex. <laughs> yeah. Is that the? Yeah, that. That's the concept. Yeah, the of anal game. sex DLC yeah. for genital jousting. Of course. Do you remember what happens in it? 
Oh, okay. It got, was ported to Switch at the same, same time as Crossing Souls. It's like you, you play as like... Oh, not a hero. Not a hero. That's the one. Yeah. 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 I was, I was con- contemplating that. And I think like, I just really like the dialogue and the atmosphere in the game. But the, the gameplay left me a little bit wanting. Hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the kind of themes and atmosphere of all Devolver games is kind of the reason to play it. Oh shit! And Downwell is an <laughs> yeah, absolute classic, regardless of where you play it. Downwell's awesome. Whether um, you're so in yeah. a well or not, Downwell's the game where the guy sitting on the bench and then just decides to jump down a well. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Fuck yeah, that's a game that well, again I haven't played, but also known to. as Hollow Knight. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Um, well, that is our Devolver special. Hopefully, we uh, we mentioned your game uh, in our top threes. Um, to go through them again, my top three was Bro Force at number three, Ape Out at number two, and Katana Zero at number one. I had Gel Douche. Oh, do it, Douche. Oof. I had Katana Zero at number three, Ape Out at number two, and Hotline Miami as number one. And I had uh, Minute as number three, Ape Out as number two, and it was really nice to see like groupthink. Putting all that, putting that <laughs> at number two, and then at my number one was Bro Force. Excellent, great episode, great publisher, great, great friends, great friends. Um, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, you can hear more episodes and get in touch with us over at facebook.com/slash all the small games. We're at Twitter at all the small game, or our email address is all the small games at gmail.com. And of course, we're listening to Douches podcast. It's called Thumb Cramps. Every Friday, he and Jackson and Zamet talk about video games. Sometimes I'm on it. Sometimes other people are on it. John, have you done an episode of it? Of where thumb cramps? Of th- thumb I cramps? think you guys have yeah. done an episode together. Crossover. Yeah. yeah, we did a duel. That was fun. That was great. But you weren't in it, dude. No, I was in Melbourne. You guys were all in Sydney. Um, we need to do a proper official uh, thumb cramps. Uh, five man thumb games. cramps. Yep, that'd be great. Proper crossover. Um, but uh, of course, everything, all these podcasts, all of our podcasts are on sanspantsradio.com. So go check them out. Thank you so much, douche, for hanging out with no us. No problem. And uh, we'll see you all again soon. Bye. Goodbye. Au revoir. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.